Okay, so what's up? This is uh, Cuddy Convos now. Um, we're part of Escape Media with Aaron. I'm here with uh, Jean, the queen, the if queen. you like. I mean, you know, <laughs> whatever you feel. Is there a song right here, Potentials? There we go. Let's put it up a little bit. Um, and then we were already talking a little bit. We talked about how me and Jean, share manager Tyler, shout out to Ty. Um, and we were talking about um, a bunch of stuff that's going on right now with the Bay. Uh, there's the whole event, the next big thing, and you have a bunch of stuff coming out. You can mm-hmm. just, you can just go again. <laughs> Thank you for that beautiful introduction. There we go. To my brother, we share the same dad, Tyler. Shout out, <laughs> shout out, Tyler. Um, yeah, I recently just got all the process of going for the next big thing. Um, before that, I've just been kind of like grinding on my own and just playing solo with my guitar. And I feel like the past six months, when I first met Tyler, really launched me into the reality of my dreams i guess before i think it was still a dream state and now we're bringing it into reality um the next big thing really was that light at the end of the tunnel for me i unfortunately didn't get it but i still am so proud of how far i came and how much i feel like i've i've achieved yeah no you definitely did a lot and yeah it was a tough room in there being part of the people that had to like quote-unquote judge people it wasn't really yeah. a judgment it was just like a yes or no if you thought it was good mm-hmm. but you had initially made it into the top 30 or whatever it yeah. was and i was really excited for you as well like you know it was great <laughs> to be like oh at least one of us yeah like, gets to make it you know and then you know things didn't fan out as the way they should have but i don't know like we were we were talking earlier and we're saying that like we're kind of in this transition state where things are we do a lot of stuff. We're kind of in the in-between of an established uh, indie artist and like someone who's kind of still starting out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, how do you how do you feel kind of like about that? Because, I mean, obviously, I know you like where you're at, but, you know, yeah. uh, I, I don't know. Like, how do you feel right now about what you've got going on? I feel like I, I feel like the ultimate decision makes sense, although, you know, I wish it went a different way, too because I, I'm i at the threshold of so many things, whereas those artists already are having those things in action. Um, I, what one person has, you know, the other person may not. So I feel like I deliver and have a lot of experience in things of like live performances and connecting with people in that way. I think, yeah, I think in live like performances, just to cut you off, I think that you are way like more established than a lot of the artists that we had. Yeah. Because a lot of them have never been in front of a stage before at all. Yeah. And I've seen you do a few shows and you pretty much command those shows pretty well. (laughs) I think you have a really great stage presence. Thank you. I think so too. It took me a minute to really like feel that way, but I, that was like always my ultimate goal to play in front of people and play stadiums and to get comfortable with that first because that's where I want to be. Um, so vice versa, you know, the media and the socials and putting my face out there in that spectrum, I realize how important, how truly important it is. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. We were talking about it last week with like uh, being consistent and everything with posting. And that was kind of one of the only things that they had against you was yeah. that you don't post as much and you didn't have like as many videos compared mm-hmm. to the people who did get picked. Right. And that's like, it like sucks. It's not, yeah. it's not a great feeling, but at the same time I do get where they're coming from because mm-hmm. they're looking for someone who's a little bit just more, has a little bit more to offer in terms of at least a set. There was someone else, I won't say names obviously, <laughs> but there was someone else who I was really rooting for who was a singer 
and she only had three songs out and one video and then they were like she's good but how is she gonna do a set you know what i mean yeah. she only has three songs out yeah and then like i mean of course her fucking rebuttal would be like i have so many unreleased songs and then it'd be like well why don't you drop those songs yeah yeah that's yeah. kind of the same position i was so i feel like in terms of what i have going on right now like this didn't the next big thing didn't like push me down if only it lit a fire under my ass kind of being yeah, like yeah. you're so close you still have all these moving parts like still do those things and it just shows that you know the the life i'm breathing right now isn't on the internet so i have to put that on there, put that on there. In yeah. Yeah, yeah no i definitely agree with you well it, it goes to show that you know the the time we're in now it, it spe specifically you have to have a social media strategy mm -hmm. to go along with whatever type of art that you're doing whether it's music whether it's you know photography whether it's uh designing or clothing or whatever it might be if you don't have that type of um social media presence it, it's hard to um have yourself out there and having others know exactly what you're about and it doesn't mean that you're not a good artist it yeah. just means that you just don't have that presence but in in the terms of having a presence, how do you create something that's organic without seeming of like pushing things out there, right? Uh, without seeming coming off like like fake or in yeah, or, uh, you know, coming off like you know it's not who you are as a person. Yeah, that's a really good question because kind of been I've been battling with the past half year because I I'm all about connections and real real connections and genuine releases i feel like whenever i release something it, it's truly a release it's where i'm at it's how i'm feeling and what's helping me now is to really just dial in on my craft and putting my mindset there at all times i don't not saying i spend all day every day doing it but at least one thing a day so my mind is always there and I always write about what I'm actually feeling because that way I'm talking about something that's real, something I care about. And I, it's a big thing about my music. I want to share, you know, I want to share stories and things to make people feel less alone. So I feel like creating a craft from a genuine place like that, it's never going to be hard to put it out there in the world because that's you. That's who yeah, you yeah. You want to keep it as genuine as possible. Yeah. Which is, I mean, realistically, I feel like what a lot of people were looking for as well, like with, uh, the whole like picking process and even just like picking like people artists that you like in general like we were saying earlier yeah. even we were saying like there are a bunch of rappers singers too but there's a lot of rappers who are like you know they're gonna pull off in this car that they don't have and they're gonna <laughs> throw money at women that they don't know and don't have and it's fine if that's what you want to do but like people are gonna look at energy more like on what you really do and what you really feel about things you know not just like Right. How much you can flex well, on someone. Th that was an event, you know, that comes around however often they do it. And it's good to get, you know, recognition for that. And there's a lot of good benefits that come from it. The next step for you is 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 what? What are you planning? Um, I have a lot of exciting things happening right now. Um, instead of just playing solo right now. Uh, I have a band and oh, nice. it, I have a show uh, December 12th at the 
bottom of the hill i'm headlining it with december 13th oh, i will also fuck, be there I keep on always nice. saying 12 i'm yeah, gonna have hell people show up at the 12th yeah no, so it's the 13th when you, when you perform you always perform with the live band or just, so, just separate from your i've so. always been solo because for me like building a band is a family and i've tried and i don't want to make it unorganic like we were talking about and i just but for me like if i wanted the opportunity i'm gonna get there even if it's just me and my guitar but i finally found a band that backs me up in a way that feels right and it's like a family and it's the first gig that i'm playing just singing and not playing guitar which is gonna be completely different for me um i've always wanted it because i feel like you're always focusing a little bit too much yeah, on guitar on one or the singing. other yeah. Yeah, yeah and my true you know mo is that i'm a singer right that's what i've always wanted and i also love guitar but i'm not trying to be like the, the guitarist, bad, guitar, yeah, yeah. like lead guitar yeah yeah so definitely. It's, it's cool like i've only had one rehearsal me solo but it's felt like so free and i'm recording more songs that represent where i'm at right now and i feel like the songs i have out before are still a good representation of my songwriting but um a lot of people are surprised when they come to my live shows it's not really what is out there so i'm excited to show who i truly Can we uh play a song uh from something that you got that represent you i it's like a behind the scenes files um anything that you is out on the spotify that's out right now yeah i feel like unsure you could play unsure unsure, okay and how did you create this song so this song i this is the ep version this is the first version i have on spotify is the first song i ever put out i recorded it at home it was during the lockdown but I think it was the first time I bought a beat and wrote to it and it changed the game for me because I realized how it tested my songwriting, right? Like I've always wrote, written on guitar and instrument and it showed it's a more intimate, longer process than I want. The mm-hmm. message and the melody to match with the guitar and the same energy and emotion, but with the beat, I could just really have fun and just write and push out more content, which is what I'm trying to do. So that really yes. opened the the gate for me. All right, let's play Ensure. <laughs> this is so crazy. I've heard it in so long. <laughs> I never listen to my own music. You got to. I know, it truly helps. this version with high life flow um i love flow shout out to flow um i've known him for a little bit but you know i trust him with everything vocally he's just if you don't know him tap in with him he's he's a he's a great producer he uh great self-made yeah put himself on he did a bunch of stuff for 24k golden yeah if anybody knows yeah a bunch of really established artists he's yeah. uh he's really big out here he lives in like south city redwood or something like yeah that. his his shop is at um in san carlos but san i think carlos, he's from south city okay yeah he's very cool never met him great guy though do you have any music out with your band 
No. Right. So what's really exciting right now, I'm about to release uh, a few songs that are the tracks. Um, and in the meantime, I'm building the songs I wrote on guitar. So I I wrote to some beats. I really want some music out there. Um, and the live shows with the bands helping me kind of build it. So I'm not putting pressure really. And that's what live shows are for, like to play and just to like nothing. Don't don't like one version will be different than the other. I always tell my shows Definitely. like this is always going to be this show's organic version of it because it's still in the growing process. I just love live bands. Yeah, like, that's that works a lot I love live music. Yeah. I love live bands. Right. Like, I love the concept, especially um, when it's like hip hop, R and B, whatever it is. If they have a band, mm-hmm. it just makes for me. It just makes the uh, the experience more enjoyable. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's fuller. Um, it that's what I get from it, especially like seeing like Aphita, like when he has yeah. the whole band going and everything, and like it. Right. That's fun. Mesmerized. Like you know, mm-hmm. like a, it's like a, it's a great time, um, but. To doing that, to doing going on stage solo, how do you command a presence when you don't have like right. everyone else? Right. And I think that's, this is like what I've trained myself subconsciously, you know, to like build that presence. And now that I don't have the guitar to hold me back, this next show is exciting. But before, I think I really tried to dive in on the words a lot and the delivery of the words. And because it was just guitar to give the words more space and some parts and not have things clash like it's really creating those moments small moments and the emphasis on the moments you want yeah i definitely agree with that i think you the shows that i've seen you do are either when you're doing a guitar it's kind of a more intimate show usually so it's really like nice to see you do it because you still hold a presence but you don't really move as much so i am very excited to see you like on uh the 13th you uh, should i'd be moving low-key 13th bottom of the hill bottom of the hill 13th uh, doors are at 8 I'm sure you'll perform oh you'll perform at like 9 though or something I'm I'm headlining it's on Tuesday it's on Tuesday night and if you're I'm trying to sell it out on a school night yeah Yeah, I am it'll be definitely tough but I think we can do it yeah I'm excited I'm anticipating to have a what time are you going on following I'm going on around 10 10 30 I'm headlining so I'll be last I will also be vending there and Adam will be vending (laughs) there just throw that in yeah um, i'm about to oh. literally buy all your shit right now yeah let's let's work on that <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go after work yeah i'm also yeah. gonna go after work so Hell i'll see yeah. you there yeah. <laughs> um but yeah that's gonna be a fun thing to do um so right now you're like working on a bunch of new music mm-hmm. um are you recording it with the band or are you just doing it all from a studio with flow or with whoever um, richmond and the process right studios? now is kind of i think inst- i think i've trialed and erred a lot in mm-hmm. the recording process and for me it's always been one or the other but literally i can have everything i'm like utilizing a lot of different people for one project if that makes sense so i'm i'm building the instrumental track with a producer harry shout out harry oh oh you're doing with harry yeah so a lot of the songs and i'm so grateful to have harry like we we're new friends but yeah harry is also a part of tyler's little band repertoire of people yes he's great he's a new addition our manager yeah and Harry, what drew me to him the most was that he played a lot of instruments. And that was always important to me. Like, 
I want live instrumentation. It doesn't have to be like acoustic vibes, but like the instrumentation. You want it to be live, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we are. That's super cool. Yeah. It's so that's cool. So and now he's he's filling in for drums on my live set, so he'll be there. So that's going to help a lot for the tracking yeah. process. Definitely. But I'm really trying to differentiate the two. I told the band like this live set version is going to be always be its own thing compared to the track. Yeah. Because a record is I'm not just trying to make a track. I'm trying to make a record. A record that's that'll last forever, that's timeless, definitely, definitely, seamless. Definitely. And for live music, that's where the moment is filtered into the song, mm -hmm. right? Definitely. So definitely. I just I'm try, I'm excited for these live sets to build it, but the it, it'll be its own like energy on the track if that makes sense so it'll be harry kind of putting the pieces together with me in the studio but the live set will be like its own thing that's super beautiful <laughs> i find that harry can be a part of that too he's he's very he's talented so i haven't talented. met him yet but like uh the stuff that i've seen from him is yeah just insane yeah like, and i feel so like crazy. he what he shows is just a scratch of the surface like he has so much under his belt it's crazy definitely definitely and even what he has out is like mind-blowing insane yeah so how many shows have you done in your career so far <laughs> i've played so many shows you guys like i I'm sure yeah i'm trying to think the first time i saw you was over in i think like over by glen park uh you yeah and maya both performed yeah so i i've been playing since like 2016 16 17 probably yeah. seriously 2017 but at that point it was mostly just open mics i would do like three open mics a week and i was still very i'm not a shy person but my stage presence i was very nervous yeah and timid. i would go home crying yeah but yeah. Then i would force myself to go the next day because i knew for me that's where i wanted to be and i would i'm like all right bitch get comfortable like literally yeah, get yeah. comfortable because that's this is where you though. want to be i forced myself i would pick i would play on the streets i would busk i would any you odd busking. gig you you even did I like busk on the street wow I busk okay. on the street. What is that? busking is just like playing on the streets for like money i guess yeah like when you just hang out by a corner yeah so, how would or you like set that bart. up you would just set up a mic with the yeah with i had a small yeah i had my guitar case <laughs> yeah, i had a amp? small little <laughs> amp and that's when i didn't even have a pa i literally would just scream out into the world and then i would start wow. playing like gigs in like boutique shops like clothing like in hayes valley like little clothing stores literally anyone yeah. that wanted an event i would just be like do you Can think I please? you would live live music always livens up anything, right? Yeah, yeah. So any oddball place, but I don't think it was until like the lockdown that really that's when I started doing Instagram lives a lot, like every nice. day, and then started recording, and then after that I got like a residency at Casements and stuff. But I oh, would just nice. I would just say yes. Whatever, even if it was like a super punk band that you want to open, and I'm like with my sad, heartbroken songs. Yeah. Nice. Did you, uh, um, do you still have any residency anywhere? Or do you like play somewhere like regularly? Yeah, I play, I still play at Casements. Um, Casements is a great Irish whiskey mm -hmm. bar in the mission. And I play there every fourth Monday it, or like once in the month. It used to be fourth Monday, but I play there once a month. And it's, I think because I'm playing bigger, bigger sounds and bigger shows, I always love going back there to play because it's in the back patio, super stripped down. Very intimate. Very intimate. I kind of just like don't put any pressure on myself. I don't even make a lineup. I just stay up, uh, like a set list. I just go and play what I'm feeling and just have fun. That gives me like a space to just remember why I love doing what I do. 
That's amazing. One of my favorite venues um, to like a bigger venue, but it's still intimate is the independent on the visit. Oh, yeah. yeah, really yeah. good spot, but also like a bar that has a stage is at the Eagle. Oh, um, I've never the been one there. one over there by Costco, the one that's on by DNA. Oh, Lodge. oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I, do know I know where that is. But I've never been there. Yeah, yeah. I've Eagle, never been there. But it's like a le- uh, like a leather bar. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is like Eagle. A leather yeah. bar, but like that one is it really is. cool. I see my friend play there, um, and the stage is like really tiny, and it's just like right next to the bar, and it's just like that's the shit I love because I remember going to shows uh, growing up, especially in Fresno, and I've seen like some really cool bands like there mm-hmm. that are, like are they got really big after. But like watching them there in like yeah. this little tiny room, yeah. And we're just like, I'm a kid. I'm probably like 12, 13 yeah. years old, just like in the moment there. And like that's the type that I f- fucking love. Yeah. Obviously, I love going to like, I've been to you know a big, big like shows. outside lands where yeah. there's like thousands of people, yeah. you know, watching like you know the weekend or something. Like that's cool too. But there's there's, there's something about those like spots. intimate yeah. spots. It's yeah. like, there's those maybe moments. like 40 of us. And yeah. yeah and it was just like insane like it was like feels really um, good sometimes it's really inspirational too to see someone is. like in it's such a small spot and then see them grow up and like yeah. now they're at the bill Graham or wherever the fuck it's you something know you'll I mean? never be able to get again it's like a once in a lifetime like it's a moment it's a, it's a moment yeah. yeah especially the artists that blow up like you are one of the 40 were able to i, I don't see know that. if you ever listened to pierce the veil I'm, I'm aware so but you, i so they were like in that era of music in the the, the alternative emo, boys emo yeah, yeah yeah <laughs> they were from san diego but they played there and they were on the rise they were trying to get big but after that they were like on a massive tour and they mm-hmm. had like their big ass buses and they're going mm-hmm. everywhere in their name like they got really big and i just remember like never watched them after that but i just remember seeing them there yeah, and yeah, it was yeah. just like pumped because they're mexican too so it was like yeah it's pretty you know, mexican i didn't know that. yeah like the lead singer is like mexican or something interesting so okay. it's like um just that you know yeah just no i totally like get that. it it's like that's yeah. a memory that's in in that like, yeah like i'm always gonna you know remember I still that listen to them you know yeah yeah, yeah. When I'm on my sad sad days you know and just <laughs> you, you go back and li- you go back and listen to your comfort music whatever you For like sure. growing up and stuff and so is that the type that you're trying to um have for your type of audience or for anyone that's listening to you like that intimate setting intimate experience i feel like you do give it you at least give an experience like that yeah i feel like i love mom like setting a moment and an energy and i i i have space for that i think my earlier stuff was always very ethereal and softer and and i just say it's because i'm was finding my voice not only like singing but like my voice Mm -hmm. and how i want to share things and now i really just want to bring energy i'm in a place now where i have more energy as a person in regular life and i feel happier i just want to emit that energy but i also will love to create the intimate it's also like lots of like push and pulls for me i love the wave so, so what artists now do you would you compare yourself to not saying that you're like on the level but yeah. what like stylistic like in, who do you inspire from who do you like gravitate towards style style wise I feel like I pick from a lot of places because I like I value a lot of different things like songwriting or like just like production or just energy. I feel like who really when I really started changing and coming into my own as an artist, I feel like it was her, her songwriting, her album, her itself, like that one changed, changed everything for me. The song Avenue specifically, but 
her and then Billie Eilish. I love how she can just make you feel anything that she's trying to put out there and her storytelling too. Um, SZA, Sid, Sid solo stuff a lot. Like her EP Finn, her project Finn was yeah. everything to me. She's definitely been crazy. She's everything. Um, and then like bigger names like Rihanna and Alicia Keys, those moguls really show me where I want it to be in the end. Um, I really like the internet. I think, like I think of a band that like a uh, like a like a woman front you know yeah like a front person like just killing it like they were really cool live and I've seen them a couple times and yeah they just like put on a fucking show they sound like the track you know that's not it it's all came great. it's beautiful so I'm gonna I'm gonna put on her so that people get a Ooh, nice. idea of what this song every time it comes on it's like one of those songs that comes on i'm gonna sing every single word i'm dropping everything like so good i liked you better on the first date i should have said what's wrong in the first place i don't cause you always taking it the wrong way it's oh my gosh it's taking me back <laughs> this is one of the songs too that always bring you somewhere you know where you heard like what what emotion it invokes that oh yeah it was always riding the bus hella sad late at night <laughs> working doubles is it here in the city or is that in the city yeah let's say ac transit at night and that's oh my <laughs> gosh yeah it's <laughs> different in the east bay like that yeah this song for sure changed my songwriting game like it made me it opened my mind a lot i think it's because i didn't really people always ask as a kid too like what were your you always like who your favorite artist as a kid but i wasn't really around music like that i was gonna ask like really? is your family like musically inclined there's like do you guys did you like family sing? Did you yeah. guys sing a lot did you guys I, like did your parents play instruments i think the reason why i loved singing is because my mom loved to sing she mostly sang like korean songs or like korean christian church worship mm -hmm. song but like her happiness and passion when she would do it and she was you know she had a hard life too she worked really hard for all of us so it was great and i i wasn't again around music at all really as a kid you know we don't i guess my first one was maybe like hillary duff or like britney spears no, it was like shit. later Feel on in the game the rain on your yes skin. yes yeah, okay but That's i i think when i started looking at or collecting me when I had my iPod shuffle or whatever when I started listening to my own music it was always like more R&B or R&B pop definitely but I had the also, iPod shuffle that had no screen me too yeah the little clip yeah. I knew every track I was like yeah. alright 20 turns I already know which one yeah, yeah. dead ass though I know exactly what you mean <laughs> no but so like you're you had so you pretty much just like made that musical journey cultivated like your own right yeah you know, your parents you say your parents are, are immigrants from korea yeah and then being in the states so it's like a little different yeah as far as oh, coming oh. towards a break one sec sorry hello um so we were talking about how your parents are well you're basically first generation yeah and how that's had an effect on you uh i guess musically yeah i didn't really grow up around a lot of music that everyone really listened to I, my music inspirations was my mom because she just loved to fucking sing all the time. And, um, yeah, I, I didn't really have a lot of, like, the music I make now wasn't what I was listening to as a kid. Like, as a kid, my first music passions were, like, 
Hilary Duff and probably all the pop shit. But then what I really started collecting music was all the alternative indie bands and like alternative rock and going to local bands mostly. My favorite bands to this day are all local bands that no one really knows. Really? Okay, so you're like a super hipster. Yeah, I, okay, I, okay. Was, I was the original hipster. I feel it. Well. No, yeah, I definitely, I get that a lot these days, especially. Yeah, yeah. but it's really cool now when I'm making my own, like when I started writing and, you know, I really loved R&B and still have like the alternative R&B spectrum, but when I play live, I love to bring that like, indie rock or yeah, vibe to it's energy for me definitely you sound like a lot different from yeah i mean we've talked about it obviously but yeah like your live shows are quite an experience i think <laughs> when we went to the one at uh el rio oh yeah a lot of people were kind of just like like lost in my stuff <laughs> like just watching you perform and it was really cool because like you know you don't really see that a lot yeah. at a lot of live shows usually people kind of like come and go out as they please and yeah you know you either get a lot of drinks or smoke a lot or whatever the fuck <laughs> they do but everyone was pretty um entranced i would say in that Aww. show and kind of stayed for the whole thing which yeah, was really cool it was really cool i feel like that show was like the flagship for a lot of things for me i mean it was the first time for a band but it was the first time i felt that way on the stage a way that i want to feel all the time like yeah I, it was that really I packed have, out yeah for on it was like a thursday night it was pretty late i didn't go on till like 11 i feel mm -hmm. like yeah, yeah but it was it, it just showed it showed so much for did me. you did you book that by yourself or did ty help you do that? um i think ty helped me oh no that this one my friend who opened byron shout out byron he's a great guitarist great yeah, songwriter too byron, yeah very good performer. very good um he he had that show booked but they needed a headliner so he booked me so wow really so he wow that's super nice of him it was very nice yeah um that's insane to think about uh i know that uh ty was like um like very obviously you know dad status very <laughs> proud of you in that moment yeah. he was very uh excited to see you do your thing like that which I mean, I don't know. We talked about it a little before, but we were saying like Ty is like one of those people. <laughs> as crazy as Ty is, as much as a father is, he is. <laughs> he's kind of that person that you do want um, in a room that you're not in because he's like super, super overly passionate about yeah. how things go. Yeah. And I was going to say when we were uh, in the next big thing and like picking who had to go or not, when we went through like the first initial trials, nobody said no to you which was you know nice huge, yeah. yeah and then like <laughs> ty literally got up out of the room and said let's go <laughs> and then he like i think he went outside to go cry to be honest <laughs> which is great like Dad. you know like yeah like you kind of want a person like that in your corner which yeah, is for real though it was just funny to see it was funny but also really like happy to see like yeah. i was like oh at least i know like if i'm not the one writing for you like at least like ty can yeah. like be the super overly passionate person yeah. and be like guys i love this that is guy the big thing. no yeah. for real like i that's how i am if i fuck with you if you're riding with me like i i will push for you not harder than me but just as hard it's, it's not like as much as an effort for me to just put your name out there yeah yeah, and yeah to have someone who's on my team a business partner like ty that has that same energy it we have just been moving light years yeah no it works like. it works a lot and i i mean i see it too from where i first saw you at yeah compared to where you are now it's like uh i'm not sure how you felt a year ago when i met you but yeah. like when i would see you perform 
it was always it was a very intimate session and like uh they were never like the most crowded rooms yeah. but like you had a lot of fun with it and it seemed kind of like a i mean I, I hope this doesn't offend you but it seems like it was a hobby for you and kind of when i met you and then like now seeing you do it is more like you're you're super serious about yeah. it like when i like hear you talk about stuff or when you're explaining to me like what you're doing it's always like a very uh you're just, you just don't beat around the bush about it. You're like, this yeah. is what I'm doing. Like, a lot of people are kind of scared to put themselves out there at mm -hmm. that level. And I feel like you finally have kind of pushed past that threshold. And it's it's really nice to see. You know what Thank I mean? Like, you. yeah, no, I, I, I appreciate seeing you like this. Because at least I know that you're taking it seriously. Because yeah. a lot of people don't. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. Like, when I met you was the top of this year. And in a, it's never felt like a hobby but in a sense of how i was putting it out there it makes so much sense why i seem that way because i yeah yeah i every big thing will seem small when you're on to the next big thing right yeah yeah and of course this of time course. this time last year i was about to put out my first ep mm -hmm. and i felt like the way i feel now but like now i'm doing bigger scaled things and yeah yeah, yeah. you're kind of stepping up a little bit more you're, yeah the yeah. baby steps have turned into normal stuff yeah and i've yeah. cut out like a lot of i cut out everything i think but when the probably the same moment that you felt like it wasn't a hobby anymore like i cut out everything that wasn't going to help me in music like i did i trained yeah. muay thai for four years and i started coaching and i love it but i realized that time is money even if it's one other thing like mm. i'm like what happens well ha what will happen if i fuck around f for this next year full in and then i found out like that truly like it matters yeah you, it, if you dial in like that it's just like exercising a muscle i mean right. like you're saying one more toy also i mean you know gene don't ever try her she will don't. beat your ass um <laughs> but it's like i mean i see it the same way because i feel like i started taking it seriously this year with you know different yeah. things but same same lane yeah um and i don't know it means a lot when you just try a little bit more than people mm -hmm. usually try because i feel like people will people are afraid to do the whole like posting yeah. about what they do or uh they don't want to like flood the timeline talking about yeah. something so much but you kind of have i feel like you've gotten past that point where it's just like listen i'm doing this thing you yeah. can be there you don't have to be there yeah. but it'd be cool if you were there yeah like, yeah I don't know. Uh, it's nice to see. I appreciate stuff like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's nice to... There's a lot of people that we both know, and we don't have to say names or anything, yeah. but there's a lot of people that have, like, this... We're, they're doing what we're doing, but they still see it as a hobby. So, like, mm -hmm. they'll come up with, like, a... They'll be like, oh, well, I have work, or, oh, mm -hmm. um, I'm doing this thing, or I'm going to see these people. And I understand, like, making an excuse for things. And yeah. I'm not saying it's not an excuse, but I'm saying, like... I mean, I work 48 hours a week and I, yeah. I have also an internship and I fucking right. still make clothes. Like, I don't know. I'm not saying that uh, everyone has the best mental health or whatever to deal with it as well. But mm -hmm. like you, you just see who's really trying to actually right. work on something and who's not trying to. Yeah, it's very up. telling. It shows. Yeah, it's it's nice to see, though. It's definitely been a, a quite an evolution for us. Yeah. Um. So you said that you have like a little uh, like a three piece that you're going to drop off is it a three piece yeah so i have a few s tracks that are dangerously close from being released what I'm, is what is dangerously close dangerously close means how can i how can i balance being a perfectionist but also 
know when something's done and that's like the artist detriment right like you yeah, can that's nothing's problem. ever done you can always work on something but also i guess i'm trying to balance like pushing things out for other people and then actually realizing if it's done or not um i i did a collaboration with andre the host with the most and oh uh, oh yes yes, yes. We're yeah just talking about this. Yes. him and rob savage beats i mean that's gonna be the first song that's gonna be out it's a all-female compilation tape for the holidays um called the naughty list and that song was probably the last one i wrote out of the three songs i'm releasing so it's gonna be cool to have that energy out first because it's i think it's gonna surprise a lot of people definitely yeah um, you know it i mean we don't have to say dates or anything but do yeah. you know when it's coming out I know this month. Okay, so um, in December. Okay, in okay. December, I think before Christmas, if you celebrate that. Um, hey, shout out to anybody that celebrates whatever. Yeah. the I just know during the holiday season. As far as my next two songs, um, I haven't even released the names, but I'm, I think I feel right about releasing it now. I'm releasing two songs called, one called Jean the Queen. Oh, self-titled. <laughs> yep. Okay. And one called Diamonds. And I feel like those two as a pair are really going to, I want Jean the Queen to serve as a fun song to really just be like, hey, this is me. I feel like it's the first representation of Jean the Queen as a whole because I actually feel like her at all times now. Ooh, okay. I think before, I like like, before like on stage, it's like I always have this energy, you know, and that's how I always want to feel. But mm -hmm. now I just embody it and everything that I do. So I'm excited to put that song out there and be like, yeah, this is me. Hi. And then Diamonds is going to really showcase my songwriting and my vocal growth, I think. I think the past few years has helped me, you know, practice or try certain things here and there. But now I feel like I kind of have it well-rounded in the song Diamonds. So I'm excited to put that out, too. Okay. And you're doing that before the end of this year, too? Or no, okay, I think January? I'm... I think you remember at YouTube Avenues. Yeah, yeah. When I don't, I think it was Rachel, but I forgot who it was like. Rachie, shout out to Rachie. Shout out to Rachie. She made us all repeat like, "I will never drop anything out of the blue again." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I like just saw Adam like look at me and like Tyler and stuff. I was like, "Yeah,", yeah like I'm very notorious. Even when you think like, even the song that I released before that I did more than I did for the other things, but I there's so much you can do for a release. There's a lot you can do that can help you and the it could you like make yourself a big fucking deal literally when i started True. making myself a big deal i'm like i am a big you are deal. <laughs> exactly I am. that's how you kind of got to look at it though too right. it's like come on i think everyone just is kind of scared that they're gonna annoy everyone right but the thing is is like like we were saying with ty like yeah. i i almost am jealous of him in this way where it's like everyone that knows him at least has an opinion about him you yeah. know what i mean whether that's good or bad yeah. you know like sometimes sometimes it is bad and that has a detriment <laughs> towards him but like you know i would rather at least everyone know me you know what i yeah. mean because sometimes i feel like i don't really stand out enough and that i mean that's something we all have to deal with you know right. what i mean like uh but that's good to like kind of put yourself out there is like you know what i i am that I next am. thing so yeah listen to me god damn it right and especially in like the artist spectrum where no one knows you or your in or your music like mm -hmm. especially the first release of it like this is really your opportunity and chance to make some noise make some waves so seriously no yeah i mean especially when you're like right here these are like kind of the trying times you know what i right. mean 
you kind of got to really show out for anyone and anyone yeah. in the best way you can. Yeah. And those are also the people that get off along the best. I feel like mm-hmm. you have like such a genuine, you know, you meet you and it is you. You get what I yeah. mean? You're not really like going to sugarcoat anything. Right. But it's nice because a lot of people will do the whole like, you know, high nose at everyone and be like, oh, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. obviously this mm-hmm. next thing. And it's like, bro, right. three people listen to you. Like, yeah. You like, know, like, relax. Like, yes. Like in contrast of like, be, think of yourself as a big fucking deal don't be fucking arrogant like remember where yeah, you yeah. fucking came from everyone's remember. still a human at the end of the everyone's day. still human everyone has started somewhere once so like know your worth but don't forget who you are definitely yeah yeah exactly like yeah just put a little you can respect yourself but don't disrespect nobody else yeah 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 not I for any good that. for like Let's they give you good reason. I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they start get being disrespectful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. I wanted to talk about one more thing because we both kind of have this. You have a lot of tattoos. We were talking yeah. about tattoos a lot. I do. What did you say you wanted to get next? You I wanted to well, I want to get something on my hairline, but I just don't Ooh. know if <laughs> wait till my mother passed. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. I'd I wait till my wait mom till passed my before passed. I get my head tattooed. Sorry, mom. Yeah, it's gonna be a long time because that woman's youthful. Yeah. But <laughs> just in case she's listening to this just, shit, <sighs> that's gonna be a long time, mom. I swear. Um, you got a long time, mom. I just I feel like as specifically for our next one, I don't really have anything, but I just want to fill. Right now, I just want to keep yeah. on filling. And do I you have, know how many you have? We no, were about, we were talking about this a little bit ago, but I don't know how many I have anymore either. There, at a point, yeah, at some point you're just like, nah, I don't once you pass like know. 15, 20, yeah. you're like, wait, what? Well, no, I, no, I forget I like some of the ones I have in my body. Seriously, have you ever been? Are you one of those people like when you're in the shower, you're like, what the? F-? Yeah, I'm and like, huh? Like, and you're like, oh, it's yeah. my leg always. I, I mean, I never see the back of my fucking calf ever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I think it's a bruise or something. Yeah, yeah, no, I do that all the time. Like, what the fuck did I do? And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I got a tattoo like five years ago. Yeah yeah that is a little too much Um, that's clean though you are you like the type of person that wants to get like filled filled up like everywhere like i want my i want to be probably yeah yeah you'd be down i definitely am down but i'm just gonna you know it's hard coming from an asian family too like they (laughs) you know but not only about tattoos but they're like you're doing you dropped out of school and you're doing music and you're getting tattoos so i'm gonna wait till i have a little bit of money and then i'll be like hey look i'm gonna get this and you can't say shit because that ass money when the first six figures comes hey yeah i'm getting a i'm getting a teardrop i know (laughs) happy tear yeah no i definitely feel you i'm the same way about my mom she's like i don't really she doesn't care anymore but she's also like just don't get anywhere crazy and i'm like well i want to get it everywhere yeah it's gonna be covered yeah like sorry i'll wait for you know things to go along yeah but you never know um yeah let's see what else is there anything else you want to talk about um i i recently started taking dance classes and i i forgot i don't remember what you asked are you trying to do choreography on stage and stuff yeah so i guess we're like when we're talking about what i'm like planning i have goals like this is kind of under the i don't want anything to be too secretive anymore i don't want to gatekeep a lot because you can't gatekeep everything you can't i'm like my goal is always to play you know tour stadiums and and i love to dance i don't know how to mm-hmm. with steps but like i just need to learn so i really want to like be able to express myself through my own songs in that way right um because music is movement and but you can do that with your body or with your voice and so i'm taking that um taking a couple of classes i 
is that like a is that like a goal for next year that you want to have like a little dance set while you yeah i yeah probably some probably sooner than people may think um i for gene the queen and diamonds i'm planning music videos i'm kind of scripting them right now and for gene the queen specifically i there's a big scene that i want to create a really fun dance that oh. everyone could dance to but also embodies me oh so you're gonna make a gene the queen challenge you're yeah gonna a, see that's smart though listen tiktok it's my turn hey well apparently i was just talking to aaron before it started and i was talking to him about maybe doing music videos off of that little camera thing he has do it sick it's so sick i want one i don't know where he got it i don't know what kind of camera that was yeah but yeah no so he seemed pretty down um Hell yeah. so i'm sure you could tap in with him yeah um, aaron is the homie yeah. uh we can also say shout out to him <laughs> this is escape media but it's cutty convos now yeah okay just so everyone knows <laughs> um but yeah let's get out of here uh gene where can we find you at before we go um you can find me on all streaming platforms under gene the queen j-i-n the queen all one word no spaces no spaces there's no space god damn it. some bullshit um but you can also follow me on instagram i have all my updates there for a lot of upcoming shows for the rest of this year and the top of the next year i already have booked um and that is j-i-i-n the queen there we go okay and then i guess we'll catch y'all later find us yeah, at escape from you. the podcast maybe escape media in a second but peace out doggies <laughs> gang <laughs>